a radio show that confesses Christ without confusing the law and the gospel. A radio show that takes scripture seriously without taking ourselves so seriously. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. Is that Jesus can return at any time. He's not waiting for a Japanese nuclear power plant to melt down. No. The thing that's holding him back is his patience and love for lost humanity and nothing else. Uh, There there are no events that need to occur before Jesus comes back. And so seeing all the things that happen around us and saying, hey, hey, that means Jesus is coming. The answer is, no, no, that's wrong. That's the wrong way of looking at it. Jesus can come at any moment. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. And Luther says the only way that uh, the pronoun me and God could be in the same sentence is by this verb, have mercy. I've got. I've given myself the new nickname. I've thrown aside all the other accolades that you toss at me so freely, Evan. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, they, uh, they 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 feel like wine. Bull rider. Yeah, and uh, what else am I? I can't remember. I can't remember and them I'm all either. Up. They're just too numerous. <laughs> <laughs> you tuned in to another edition of Table Talk Radio. Uh, welcome to this broadcast. And you know, Pastor Wolfmiller, how they did that experiment with Pavlov's dogs, where you know they bring in dogs and and yes. a certain thing. What happens when the theme music starts? I don't know. The dogs start howling, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. You know, remember how the Broncos won the game yesterday and uh, led in large part to their defense, and one of the guys on the defense is named Wolf, so every time he tackles them, people howl. No, we're not. I see where this is going, and it's not going to happen. Oh, okay. I thought you were about to suggest that (laughs) with the name Wolf Mueller. You know, every time, that's right, every time I make a joke, you should howl. Well, since we are fully committed to our listener, we are uh, analyzing all the emails that our listener sent in. That's all uh, we do anymore. To the praise song. Uh, but first, we are going to do buzzwords. So, Oh, man, do I have a good one for all you? All right, let's hear it. Verum oikonomiam. Ooh, this is one I'm going to actually have to write down. This verum oikonomiam, V-E-R-A-M, next word, O-E-C-O-N-O-M-I-A-M. Now... I did just did a quick Google search on this because uh, because I'm going to read you a line from Luther. Oh, he, he, let's play name that Luther essay. Now, <laughs> if you take out of the world verum religionum, verum politicium, and verum oikonomiam, that is, and here's the definitions: true spiritual life, true temporal government, and true home life. What is left in the world but flesh, world, and devil? It is like the life of the, quote, good fellows who live with harlots. <laughs> so Luther, you know, the three estates that we're talking about, this is Luther's Latin phrase for the three estates. Now, I, someone asked me yesterday, where does this come from, the, the idea of the three estates? How, you know, this is, goes back a long time in the thinking of the world, but I don't know what the source is. So I did a Google search on that phrase, verum oikonomiam, figuring Luther was quoting someone, but the only thing that comes up is all the people who have Luther's work here on their website. Hmm. So I'm not sure if he invented this phrase, this triplet phrase or not. But anyway, it's great. It's great. The three estates. So true religion, true political life, and true home life. Wow. That I that is, I think, the uh, buzzword of the year. <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, you want to guess where Luther wrote this? Oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot we were playing a game. Um... This is in his 
Freedom of the Christian. No. Uh, here, I'll give you the next line and then tell you. It is said that among themselves the Turks are faithful, friendly, and careful to tell the truth. I believe this and think that they probably have more fine virtues in them than that. No man is so bad that there's not something good in them. Uh, now the, And now and then, a woman of the streets has more good qualities than do ten honorable matrons. <laughs> <laughs> this is Luther's On the War Against the Turk, and he, he's basically saying, how should the Christian think about Islam? And he says, look, they destroy verum religionum by teaching false doctrine that Muhammad is a prophet, that Jesus is not God, and so forth. He's not the Savior. They destroy verum politium, political life, by ruling by the sword, and they destroy verum oikonomium, the home life, by despising marriage, saying a man could be married to multiple wives, that divorce is no fault, and all this sort of stuff, uh, so that they destroy all three estates. All right, there it is. Now, um, I have a buzzword for you, and it is honor of our uh, games today, and the buzzword is mysticism. Hey. Mysticism is a connection with God apart from means, an, an immediate connection with God. So um, when someone says that uh, they have... Uh, seen God unless he has actually made himself manifest. That is to say, like in a burning bush or as a figure before their eyes or something like that, they probably don't mean that they actually have seen him. Um, so the, what they're saying is that in an emotional kind of way, I've seen him, which is what we call mysticism, a connection with God through the emotions would be another way to understand it. Okay. Uh, yeah, got it. All right, so with that, we're going to hit our emails. The first one, uh, do we want to read the first one there, Pastor? Uh, no, I don't have it. I'm oh. looking for the Prey Song Cruncher. Oh, okay. You look for the Prey Song Cruncher, and I'll read the email from uh, Jeannie. It says, I am a Roman Catholic. Sorry, <laughs> that, that was wrong. Let me read this again. <laughs> I am at a Roman Catholic church <laughs> waiting <laughs> for uh, 4.30 service to begin. As I reviewed the bulletin, found that we will be singing You Are Mine by David Haas. Reviewing the text, my miss, hey, my mysticism proximity alarm began to go off in my head. I think that it is a candidate for the cruncher. Thankfully, I will be attending a cross-focused, Christ-centered service at a faithful Lutheran church tomorrow. Thank you for all you do, your sister in Christ, Janine. Jeannie. Click here to view the Jeannie. Radio Cruncher, and it says, Error 404, page not found. Why am I seeing this page? It wants me to click on this. <laughs> Huh. You don't know the cruncher? <laughs> well, I can make a new one real quick. How come it's not on the website? I wonder how long do you Look, know how this, long our website Okay, I'm gonna add it to my to do. Fix Fix Prey Song Cruncher. Alright. Alright, it's on my to do. So let me go back to the Prey Song Cruncher two point here. Whoop, error four oh four page. Here I <laughs> it's okay, first question is Jesus. Is Jesus? I remember mentioned... it, I remember it. I'm just making fun of you. Okay, then we got mystical form and mystical content. Then we have law and gospel, and then we have any other false doctrine. Now, mystical form is repeated uh, phrases and incomplete sentences. And mystical content, that's the money question. That has to do with am I being lost, etc. Is it completely subjective versus objective, and so forth. Right. All right. Piece of cake. And? I can crunch these songs in my sleep. we got to listen to it. Uh, well, we got. Did you talk about law, gospel, and false doctrine? Oh, the law, gospel question is a question you ask: Is there law, and is there gospel, and is it rightly divided? <laughs> and then the last question is: Is there any other false doctrine not discussed? And this is kind of a catch-up thing. But what we what we notice most often when praise song crunching is that there might not be any false doctrine because, in fact, there is no doctrine at all. 
It's like trying to clean up after the dog when you don't have a dog. (laughs) All right. This is the song You Are Mine by David Haas. I will come to you in the silence. Oh, boy. (laughs) I will lift you from all your fears. You will hear my voice. I claim you as my choice. Be still and know I am here. Oh, boy. I am hope for all who are hopeless. I am That's all for you know, Beth, be still. That's a problem. We gotta talk about that. In the shadows of the night, I will be. Here's the chorus. All right. So that's the song. I am you are really, mine. I'm falling asleep. You know, I wonder if the Catholic Church says, hey, you know, we're an old liturgical church, so as long as the contemporary music sounds like something our grandparents would like, we're going to be okay with it. <laughs> well, I, I actually was thinking about um, this, that you were, we're used to the mystical songs being found in the evangelical churches, and maybe because uh, they have no such thing as the means of grace, so that you replace the means of grace, which should confer these promises of forgiveness, and you have to substitute them with things like mysticism because, well, I don't have comfort in my baptism, so I must find comfort in my emotions. But in the Roman Catholic Church, you have means of grace, at least it's taught that there are means of grace, but the problem is that they're defiled by moralism so that they become useless means of grace. <laughs> so now I'm going to abandon the ship of, of right. moralism, moralistic uh, means of grace and go towards mysticism. Yeah, look, look, mysticism is like spiritual rust. I mean, it's everywhere. <laughs> everywhere there's where there's iron, there's rust. So everywhere where there's truth, there's mysticism. It's yeah. just it's like a it's like a theological parasite. It's like a flea, <laughs> a theological flea or tick. It's like a theological fungus. It's like athlete's foot for the soul. <laughs> mysticism is. And so, you know, Luther, remember Luther, the guy Luther, he was talking about how everyone's an enthusiast, which basically means everyone's a mystic. And he's talking about the Anabaptists uh, who were mystics. But then he says the Catholic is mystic because they believe that all truth is contained in the shrine of the Pope's heart. And Mohammed is pure mysticism. So that you find now I at one point I went and downloaded on the old nook that I used to have a Jewish hymnal because I had a theory that. That basically anyone who is so you can have Jewish mysticism, Islamic mysticism, the whole gamut. And in fact, that is true. It's true. You find it everywhere. Mysticism is everywhere. It is. And it's even during this commercial break. We'll be right back on Table Talk Radio. Let your soul and spirit fly into the mystic. How many Table Talk Radio listeners does it take to change a light bulb? you'll probably have to settle for one. 
Welcome back to Table Talk Radio, where hey, cheese sticks have no expiration. <laughs> I got my mouth full of cheese sticks. All right, we're going to do some praise song crunching, and we're going to do it with um, the song uh, You Are Mine. So the the first line started out, Pastor Wolf Miller, and uh, I'm not sure if you find anything problematic with this, but it says, I will come to you in the silence. Anything well, yet? We got a... I, <laughs> anything Oh, no, that's fine. <laughs> that's how God always comes to us, in silence. Uh, you're like, uh, in the beginning was the word, shh, no talking here. <laughs> We're Vistics. In the beginning was a shh library. <laughs> that's right. Uh, uh, that's a, you know that the the, the uh, this business of Ezekiel. You know, uh, was it? No, no. I'm not thinking about Ezekiel. I'm thinking about Elijah, and how God comes to Elijah. But he's not in the fire. He's not in the whirlwind. But he's in the still small voice. But that voice said something. Uh, it wasn't a. It wasn't silent. God, this whole business of God coming to us in silence is. Uh, is mystical. I mean, just from the beginning. Now we're assuming that the I in the in the song here is God. I will come to you in silence. I will lift your other fish. It's not necessarily the case. I do not, in fact, see anything that would indicate that the I here is God, except for that they're singing this in the Catholic Church. Uh, and plus, it would be super creepy if it was somebody else. I mean, imagine this love song. I will come to you in the silence. <laughs> you will. Now, now, I will lift you from all your fear. And then this, listen to this. I claim you. Oh, no. You will hear my voice. I claim you as my choice. You're like, man, this sounds kind of stalker. Stalk, <laughs> like a stalker or something. Stalkerish. <laughs> but now I want to ask you a question. Let's assume that this is God, and let's assume he's coming to it in the silence. And let, let me ask this question. How is it? That God is coming to us in the silence in line one, and then in line three it says, "You will hear my voice." <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so um, it's not that he is connecting with God in the silence; it's that it's okay. It, it's similar to this in the in the second stanza. It says, "In the shadows of the night, I will be your light." So the once the light occurs, they're no longer in the shadows of the night. And once the Lord speaks, they're no longer in the silence. This is pretty generous. Uh, oh, now, I, thought I, think, we, I thought we were playing You Better Put the Best Construction on it. Because I know. You Better Put the Best Construction on it. Now, I think that to understand the mystical mind, we need to, or the mystical whatever they have, is to, uh, just to think like a mystic. We gotta realize that God can talk to us without using words, you see. Because you you have you have not just the five senses that everybody else has eyes, ears, <laughs> nose, mouth, and skin. You have a sixth sense. It's the a god mystic sense. sense. <laughs> the internal eye. It's a God the, thing. You don't understand. That's right. And this this is your internal tuning fork. To the Lord's uh, whatever tuning forks measure. <laughs> Frequency. Frequency. This is your internal antenna to your low-watt power station of heaven. <laughs> and so when it says God comes to us in the silence, it means you might not hear anything with your ears. That's for the thugs, you know. That's for the, that's for the normal people. I'm a mystic. I don't need my ears. 
I got the internal antenna, and God can talk to me there in the internal antenna. So how do I tune in the internal antenna, by the way, you're asking? Oh, yes, all you mystic wannabes. The answer is <laughs> to take this verse from Psalm 46 out of context and sing it like this. Be still and know that I am near. Now, first of all, that's not what the verse says. The verse says, be still and know that I am God. But do you see how it changes it? I mean, if you're a mystic, you can hardly do anything else with it. you got to know that God is close by. I mean, that's the question that's always is God close by? Well, let me tune in. You know, let me hold on. I got to be still. <laughs> oh, yeah, I feel it. It's close by. The God is near. But that verse, that be still verse, has nothing to do with this sort of internal sensing of God's nearness and whatever. It's about the end of the world. It's about the, the, the destruction of the universe, or as we prefer to say, the cosmos. And it's knowing that while even while the world is falling apart, the Lord will keep us. That's the sti the stillness. The stillness of the be still verse is not just like I'm going to sit around like a Buddhist and stop moving around. It's to it's to know that while the world is being shaken and destroyed, that we're in the in the we we stand on the firm uh, uh, ground of the Lord's word and promise. I mean, listen. Okay, here I'll I'll just start at verse eight. This is, by the way, the A Mighty Fortress verse. So we Lutherans should be tuned into this text. I mean, this psalm. Psalm 46, verse 8. Come behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariot with fire. Do you see the context? This is the end. This is it. The mountains are moved in, into the heart of the sea. The waters roar and foam. Mountains tremble at the swelling and all this sort of stuff. And then what it says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. So that while the world is falling apart, we stand secure in the, in the mighty fortress of our Lord's hand, his word and his promise. That's the stillness. It's not, oh, now I'm going to be really, really quiet. Now I'm going to call my inside so I can tune in to the station of God. And that's absolutely absurd. That station is a commercial free station, by the way. <laughs> um, now, you're, you're really kind of raining on a lot of people's parades right now because this is the only way they know God to—I mean, th this, is, uh, this is my relationship with God. You are perfectly describing the way that I um, live day in, day out in, in a relationship with God. So what do you propose is the alternative of what you're saying? Well, Jesus talks about hearing his voice. I mean, this idea, you will hear my voice, is right. But we hear his voice in his word, read, preached, etc. We don't have to—this is an external word. It's outside of us, which means it's it, to our great comfort that we don't have to rely on our in, internal spiritual antenna-tuning ability to know if God talks to us. In fact— I don't need to know that God is near because I've tuned into it the the nearness sensor of God. I know he's near because he promised I'll never leave you or forsake you. And that stands firm. So the antidote to mysticism is God's word. Yeah, I like that a lot better. Okay, well, let's ask of this question. Uh, is Jesus mentioned? No. Okay, let's ask the next question. Not, not even close. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, I don't even think you could get... Come and follow me. That's in there. That's what Jesus said. 
Come and follow me. I'll bring you home. It's like, oh, I'm at home singing the song at home. Where this? <laughs> it just, just has a kind of. Hmm. <laughs> you're probably at church singing this. That's right. It's like, yeah, I'm at, he said, I'm going to take you home. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm out of here. As soon as I sing that verse, I'm like, see you guys later. You later. I'm not staying for the sermon. I believe in the means of transportation. <laughs> Do not be afraid. I'm with you. I've called you each by name. Call, come and follow. I mean, it's true. God calls us each by name. Is that a Bible verse? I've called you by name. I am the word that leads all to freedom. Huh. I am the peace that the world cannot give. That Jesus says that. So some of these are stand up now, walk and live. That's what God says to Ezekiel. This is like the worst of like uh, just cut and paste theology because it's these are like sentence fragments taken from all different places. Of the Bible and they don't not they don't go together at all. Yeah, huh. uh, that, that. I, but Jesus is not mentioned. That to answer your question, no Jesus. Okay, what about mystical form, subverb, object, sentence fragments? You kind of talked about this. Yeah, it's uh, it's not too well. It's I suppose it's a little bit repetitive. Um, it's certainly sappy, but I'm not sure that there's, <laughs> there's, a, there's a distinction between sappy and mystic. Let's check the sappy scale. Ding ding ding. <laughs> <laughs> We're off the charts. <laughs> I am strength for all the despairing, healing for the ones who dwell in shame. All the blind will see, the the lame will all run free, and all will know my name. Huh. I'm not sure what that's talking about. I mean, this is kind of half mystic. In form. In form. Okay, what about in content? This is off the charts mystic in content. I mean, it's just stuck. When you say, uh, you know, look, it. I, I think this is what happens. Uh, if someone starts a song, dear listener, here, here's a piece of advice for free. If someone, you're at a Catholic church and someone starts a song and they say, I will come to you in the silence, you should say, sounds like a good idea. Let's stop the song there. Call for silence. See what I'm saying? That- but this is, this is the mark of the mystic. Luther says, hey, if, uh, if God comes apart from the external word in our hearts... Why are the mystics always filling the world with all of their writings? <laughs> if God comes in the silence, then why don't they just shut up? <laughs> that but advice pair... was for free? <laughs> What's next? Napkins? <laughs> and, and tomato packets. Ketchup packets. Now, now I don't look... know you should be giving this away for free. You are losing a fortune here. We have about I've thirty thought, seconds here. I've always, I've always thought that if I didn't have anything to eat, that I just go to Chick Fil A and just down five or six of those tomato things, catch it, <laughs> you'd be all set. Can I have some mayonnaise to go with it. But look, at this is the point. The mystics are not consistent because even though they say God comes in the silence, they're always making so much noise. <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a break and have some silence. We'll be right back on Table Talk Radio. Table Talk Radio, for those who have tried everything else to get a good night's sleep. It's time once again for the Northeast Colorado Free Conference at Calvary Lutheran Church in Ray, Colorado. The 2016 Northeast Colorado Free Conference features Dr. Adam Francisco of Concordia University, Irvine, presenting on Islam and its influence on America 
How do we respond? It all takes place March 5th. Lunch is served and lodging is available in Ray. For more information, check out the website at calvaryray.org. That's calvarywray.org. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision softly creeping Left its seeds while I was sleeping And the vision that was planted in my brain Still remains within the sound of silence Back from the silence, this is Table Talk Radio doing a praise song crunch. What? You sounded like Ira Glass right there, like This American Life, that hard stop. Back from the silence, this is Table Talk Radio. I'm Evan Glass. <laughs> I don't know why I sounded like Ira Glass there, but I don't know case, either. It was just, just a staccato. So in any case, this song, this song, um, You Are Mine by Moving David on, Haas. Moving on, chapter three, is... David Haas, praise on crunching. <laughs> High in mystical content, getting a big 10 or a big... Off the charts, yeah. mystical content. What about law and gospel? Is there a, a distinction in this song whatsoever? Uh, here, here, I'm looking at the comments on the lyrics page, by the way. All caps. This is my favorite song. I really love this song. I need to... I need, uh, here, someone else says, very good. If not sung too slowly, then it becomes dreary. Try on eagle's wings. <laughs> <laughs> This is a, oh, this song's too slow. Try on Eagle's Wings. You lift me. Is that the on Eagle's Wings or is it a, now, a different one? I mean, if if this song, this is why you have the the line in this cruncher for long gospel that it's properly distinct, distinguished, confused, or I can't tell because if a song is properly mystic, then you shouldn't be able to tell whether it's law and gospel, right? I think that's right. Now, notice the remember the law says, "Hey, you're you're a sinner." Uh, and so God's angry about that. Now, let's see. If there's any talk about sin in here, the closest that it gets is I thought I saw the word forgiveness come up at some point. But look at what the problem... What is it? Your word brings forgiveness or something? Or was I looking at something else? Oh, your word leads to freedom? Hmm. Maybe there's not forgiveness. Maybe I read it into the text here. But l- listen to what the problem is, Okay. I will lift you up from all your fears. So my problem is that I'm afraid. You will hear my voice. I claim you as my choice. So my problem is that I'm not God's choice. Uh, be still and know that I am near. My problem is I, that God is far. I am hope for all who, who are hopeless. So hopelessness. I am eyes for all who long to see. So there's blindness. Now note that whenever the mystic talks about blindness, it's talking about the inner eye. It's not actually talking to people who are blind. In the shadows of the night, I'll be your light. So the problem there is that it's dark at night. Come and rest in me. The problem is that I'm not well rested, <laughs> etc. You see the problem that it's setting up here? Despairing, shame, bondage. Now, these are all symptoms of our sin and symptoms of living in this fallen world. But they are, it, does never, it never gets to the root of it. So when, and that is that we are sinners. When Jesus stood in the synagogue and read from Isaiah 61 and said, I, uh, have been a, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me to have uh, been anointed. Um, and he says to bring sight to the blind. Was he only there speaking of those who were physically blind? No. 
In fact, you know what? It was really interesting. Jesus brings uh, blindness to those who think they spiritually see. That's a, another kind of interesting point. But no, Jesus healed people's eyes. And if you are blind, by the way, and listen to Table Talk Radio, uh, Jesus will heal your eyes also in the resurrection. God be praised for that. This is actually physical stuff that Jesus does. And so we don't want to get so mystical that everything becomes a picture and nothing is, is in reality any longer. Mm. Yeah. Now, Jesus also says he has anointed me to preach the gospel, good news. And this is the point, is that if the, if the law is preached only to our symptoms, then the gospel is, uh, is only a symptomatic gospel, not a true gospel. Hmm. So because the, the law is not preached in its fullness or n- not even approached in this, uh, in this psalm, in this song here, sorry, uh, then uh, the gospel, we don't even get anywhere near the gospel. So the gospel is, I'm, I'm near you, and I make you happy. But nothing about the cross, nothing about forgiveness of sins, nothing about suffering God's wrath for us, nothing. It couldn't. There's no way it could get anywhere close to that. Um, because the cross wakes us up out of the kind of foggy, mystical dream. When there's a man dying for your sins, you, it's impossible to be a mystic. Um, I agree. All right. Uh, any other false doctrine? Um, uh, no. I mean, there's some confusing stuff. Like I'll bring you home. I, I give. I lead all to freedom. It might be like there's a little bit of universalism in there. The idea that there's not really a hell, that there's no damnation and stuff. But it's not quite clear enough to see if that's actually what's happening. Um. So, but not 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 much after that. All right. Well, let's. Uh, is this one crunch then? Oh, yeah. <laughs> a, little, yes. a little bit? Okay. Uh, here's another email. It says, hey, guys, I accidentally came hey. across the YouTube video of this song as I was looking for something else. It just spontaneously started playing. I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> the autoplay on YouTube? Yeah, I hate that what? feature. <laughs> I don't know how they figure out what's next, but it's like, what will annoy you most? <laughs> uh, Got it. Email says the lyrics were... Uh, so um, good <laughs> that I laughed out loud as I imagine you guys uh, crunching them. He says, here's the YouTube link. So this is a song called Finally Free from Rend Collective. I like it so far. Yeah. In the silence, assuring God's nearness. <laughs> Long intro. Yeah. You got to get in the mood, man. Your mercy rains ah. from heaven like confetti at a wedding. And I am celebrating in the downpour. Your heart is wild with color Like a never-ending summer You burn away the winter Of my cold and weary heart My soul cries out <laughs> I just had it a minute ago. There it is. 
The, uh, what's that thing called? The mandolin? The banjo? What happened? Oh, I stopped it. That, <laughs> that was abrupt. Uh, on your end, I was it just was. getting into it, man. I was just getting into it. <laughs> I know. So, do you see how tempting this music is, by the way? Why, this because song, you started dancing? Yes. This song sounds like it could have been written using the instructions on our guy. What is that guy's name who says how to write every praise song? Something's got to be on fire. <laughs> My soul, your heart. Something's got to be on fire, though. And you don't know. Hallelujah. And you got to put in some reverb. You don't know what I'm talking about? What is that guy's name? Who does, The homeschool guy who does the funny videos. I don't know. I have no idea you know what you're what talking, talking about. about nope, nope. You don't? Oh, man. There's this, we got to play this on the next Praise Song Cruncher. There's a hilarious video, which is basically how to write a praise song in five easy steps. Mm. Uh, and he goes through the chord progressions to use, and he goes through the how to write lyrics. And he, and he gives common words that rhyme with Alleluia. Oh, it's great. This song, this song that we're looking at, Finally Free, sounds like it just could have come out of that workshop. Welcome to the Blimey Cow tutorial on how to write a worship song in five minutes or less. First off, chord progression. Now look, every good worship song only needs four chords. You can add an extra one in the bridge if you're feeling especially artistic, but you really only need just four. Just make sure that you play it really loud and that you have a lot of delay on the lead guitar. And if you're stuck on a chord progression, just try the classic first, fifth, minor sixth, fourth. If this terminology seems foreign to you, don't worry, we're sure you've heard it before. Sound familiar. Oh, and if you want your song to sound a little less uplifting and a little more convicting, try my next favorite, minor sixth, fourth, first, fifth. <laughs> You've never seen this? No. They'll never see it coming. Oh, now that lyrics. we've got the music down, <laughs> we need some praiseworthy lyrics. Now, the lyrics don't need to be deep, they just need to be easy enough so that people can remember them by the second time they get to the chorus. <laughs> Otherwise, the worship leader is going to be up there belting out tunes while everyone else is like... <laughs> by the way, your song needs to rhyme, too. Now, don't get overwhelmed, I've got some worship song essentials right here. We'll start with an easy one. Hallelujah rhymes with hallelujah. This particular word is lots of fun because it's allowed to be repeated as many times as you want in this song, and there's no specific rules for its usage. Hallelujah. Be creative. You know, sing a few syllables a couple times first before finishing with a powerful yah. <laughs> and here's some other easy rhymes to get you started. Sing rhymes with king. Perfect love rhymes with always enough. Praise rhymes with days and grace. Heaven's gate rhymes with this place. And fire rhymes with desire. Oh, and don't forget that one thing in your song should always be on fire. Be it our hearts, our souls, this generation, just something needs to be in flames. And if you're suffering from severe writer's block, just remember that it's perfectly fine to throw in a couple of lines from Amazing Grace just to add some archaic flair. Okay, all so right, now we're all in the loop about what the heck you were talking about, and now we got to take a commercial break. So, oh, we're, we're done. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna crunch this song. We promise. Right after this break, you're listening to Table Talk Radio.
podcasting before it was cool. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. All right, so before the break, Pastor Wolf there, we not only were getting instructions on how to write a praise song, but we also heard the Something's song... Something's always got to be on fire. <laughs> your soul, your heart, this place, this generation. <laughs> Set it ablaze. Oh, man. Yeah, that's about it. But yeah, yeah, um, we also you listened... see what I mean? This song from uh, Rind Collective. Yeah. it's Your grace... What does this mean? Your grace, oh God's the anchor that's holding me forever. Come trouble or high water, I am steadfast. What is that? Hmm. Yeah, you lift me when I'm sinking. This is a this is tricky to go from the anchor metaphor to the lifeboat metaphor. Because the anchor makes you do you see that? I'm on an anchor, but now I'm sinking. The power of redemption. Yeah, it gives me wings to soar. This is like uh, uh, someone says, hey, anybody got any any uh, similes <laughs> uh, to throw into a song? And they got it. Look, your mercy reigns from heaven like confetti at a wedding. Your heart is wild with color. By the way, it, in the lyric chart here, it's spelled color the British way. <laughs> I saw that. I, I figured you were going to pick up on that at some like point. Like a never-ending summer. Like, there it is. Man, this song is a mess. All right, yeah, you lift me when I'm singing like the swell of mighty oceans. Now, look, at if I'm sinking, the last thing I want is the swell of a mighty ocean. <laughs> that is rather confusing. We'll cast our crowns before him like the rustling leaves of autumn. Now, first, that doesn't rhyme. And second, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> this is just like a list of bad similes. The simile is the one that uses like or as, right? Yes. Okay. All right, let's go through the Praise Song Cruncher okay. uh, list. The first one is, is Jesus mentioned? No. Hmm. Okay. Do you um, see it? Uh, no. I think I think this is this is a prayer to Jesus or some divinity. Pick your own, I suppose. At the one time, it switches from second person to third person in this weird little verse where it says, Your grace, O God's the anchor that's holding me forever. It switches to referring to God in the third person. But then, back in the next one, yeah, you lift me when I'm sinking, back into the second person. So I, I'm going to take this as an aside. O God's the anchor that's holding me forever. Aside. And uh, to, to, so that the singer can actually say who he's singing to, which is named here... God. Okay. What about um, mystical in form? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it, it, so it's, it doesn't, first of all, make sense. That's one of the marks of mystical form. Uh, and it is, I think, fairly repetitive, although not totally repetitive. But it's got this strange sort of, mm, I don't know, this kind of... A, a strange sort of combination of all of these different pictures. So you have the you have the 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 uh, what the ocean picture, which is always a mark of mysticism. 
um my uh my heart is lost in your beauty that would be like the that would be like the slogan of mysticism if you could put a mysticism on a bumper sticker you'd write my heart is lost in your beauty heaven's sakes <laughs> i mean this is too bad too because this guy rend collective i guess his first name is rend last name collective mr collective is uh or maybe the last name is experiment RC Experiment is talented, you know. You could see his voice kind of has that raspy kind of cool sounding voice. Well, I'll, I'll tell you where he kind of lost me is the second line. Um, Your mercy rains from heaven like confetti at a wedding. Um, Pastor, how many weddings have you been at? Oh, I don't a good know. Handful, a couple dozen. How many of those had confetti? Uh, you know, I I have mourned the lack of confetti. <laughs> Many I, see, times. I, I would have probably been right on with this song if it would have said, "Your mercy rains down from heaven like confetti at Super Bowl Fifty. You know, oh, then, confetti. then right. I'm there on the on the Bronco helmet, and I am <laughs> celebrating in the downpour. Your heart is wild with the colors of orange and blue. <laughs> what does that mean? Your heart is wild with color. I I think we should we should have a little contest to see who could write the better mystical praise song. You and I, you, you right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, this is gonna be a Piece good contest. <laughs> what does the winner get? A couple weeks off recording? Wow, that would be glorious. <laughs> um, that sounds too good to be true. Oh boy. Um, we'll cast our crowns before him like the rustling leaves of autumn. What the? I mean, you know, if you if you resort to the simile, it's supposed to help explain what you're trying to say. This just confuses things. Your heart's wild with color. You're like, what the heck does that mean? Like a never-ending summer. What? That doesn't help. Isn't there like a surf movie called Never Ending Summer where people travel around the world and stay in summer all year round? Like they go to the northern hemisphere and southern hemisphere so that they have a whole year of summer and they surf everywhere? Maybe that's what that's about. You burn away the winter of my cold and weary heart. Oh, for heaven's sakes. I have no idea what this is talking about. So is it mystical in content? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Your grace, that's the anchor that's holding me forever, come trouble or high water. Now, the last thing you want is an anchor holding you when you have high water. <laughs> Help, I got, can't get rid of this anchor. <laughs> cut, cut me out of the anchor. <laughs> Oh, brother. <laughs> um, what about this? We'll cast our crowns before him like the uh, Yeah, resting... that's the one I'm trying to s sort out. Uh, so I guess it's like, so like the trees throw out their leaves in autumn, and that's what we'll do when we go to heaven. We'll take our crowns, and we'll throw them before the Lord. Okay. There's a picture in Revelation of the 24 elders falling before the Lord's throne and, um, and casting their crowns before him, mm -hmm. which is a beautiful picture of worship and eternal life. Uh, I I think maybe like the rustling leaves of autumn doesn't quite capture the great gift of faith that the Lord gives us to toss whatever reward we would have from this life back to him because it belongs to him. Hmm. Ah. Uh, every okay. Chain light lies broken, and finally we're free. I don't know if that. See, the now there is the now of the worship song, the eternal now of the worship song, the eternal summer of the mystical losing yourself. That's also here. Boy, 
my soul cries out, holy, 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 but you're like, hey, buddy, it's also your mouth. <laughs> Don't discount the mouth. <laughs> oh, these guys your mouth doesn't if you, hey if you're a mystic you don't need your mouth to be crying out things I know, you right. got your soul to do that to tell everyone on sunday that they that when they're not singing the hymns i said what are you guys a bunch of mystics we're singing, <laughs> we're singing on the inside our souls are crying yeah that's right <laughs> nothing to, by the way is on fire in this song apparently but that's a that's a point against it i'd say I, yeah that... no, oh look no no never mind you burn away the winter oh that's right <laughs> of my cold and weary heart this sums it up Hmm. All right, what about law and gospel in this song? So what is this song telling me that my problem is? I'm sinking, I'm in high water, uh, mm, I'm apparently I have chains that need to be broken. Yeah. Those are my problems. Yeah, I mean, the solution is that I'm finally free. So there's some kind of a bondage that isn't really spoken of or defined in the song right that's right there's this cra- there's this weird line in the middle i am steadfast which i'm not sure quite what to do that with that it's like a it's like a statement of faith but it's like i, I got all these good things from god so now i'm steadfast uh, uh you know what i mean like uh it's it's kind of like um it's, it wants to say i'm established in the lord's promises but it doesn't you know it doesn't quite get there mm-hmm. yeah i mean you have um your grace, uh, oh God, uh, oh God's the anchor that's holding me forever. Come trouble or high water, I am steadfast. So that um, uh, because of what God has done, He's unwavering, I suppose. But uh, mm. it's not again not addressing the human problem. Um, oh, oh, what about yeah. this line? The the power of redemption. Yeah, it gives me wings to soar. <laughs> It's kind of weird, too. The power of it. What about just redemption? The power of redemption gives me wings to soar. I mean, I suppose you could put the best construction on that and say, hey, because the gospel is so good, it um, it, it energizes our, our works of service or something like that. Uh, that is the best construction. <laughs> what about uh, any other false doctrine that was? No, again, I think we, um, I think we're coming again to this, you know, trying to clean up after a dog that you do not have. Is try you're trying to find doctrine, a false doctrine in a song with no doctrine. And again, I would like to lament the use of this man's talent on these words. Um, and say, you know, this guy could just sing some hymns. It would be probably nice. All right. Well, I think this song, Finally Free by Rin Collective, is crunched. If you have praise songs you want us to review here on Table Talk Radio, send them to questions at tabletalkradio.org, questions at tabletalkradio.org. And that, Pastor Wolfman, is going to be all the time we have. Thanks for listening to this edition Whoa. of Table Talk Whoa. Radio. Where the points are like all the theology you, you find at your grandparents' Catholic Church praise song service. Thanks for listening to this edition of Table Talk Radio. Table Talk Radio is not for everyone. Please consult your pastor before listening to Table Talk Radio. Side effects may include nausea, vomiting, headache, heartburn, hair loss, hallucinations, and aversion to incomplete sentences with aquatic imagery, psychosis, coma, death, halitosis, lung cancer, brain tumors, sleep gain, internal bleeding, internal combustion, a sudden craving to smell your backseat, claustrophobia, an uncontrollable urge to fight the cabalists on Twitter, and falling off your treadmill. For more information, visit tabletalkradio.org.